Real Men Don't Wear Long Sleeves, semi-finals week. Another cracking game. A very cracking game. 41-42, Western Bulldogs leading the Brisbane Lions at the Gabba. At the Gabba, third quarter. Huge, I don't know if you've heard this, Rose, you were outside having a cigarette. Cody Waitman subbed out. (gasps) For why? For a head knock (gasps) just before halftime. That is huge. He's the goal sneaky there ever was. Yep, so that's happened. So what was looking like things were tilting in the Bulldogs' favour. Oh, oh piece some wood. A chest mark. So it's been a great game so far. Oh, Charlie in the circle. Oh, I'm in the circle. <laughs> Sorry, just an old netball term. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just my career <laughs> drifting in. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a great cracking game so far. Um, making up for the shit final that we had last night, but that's okay. What do you make of this game, Erin? I watched the first half. I'm just entertained. I feel like I, I, I'm like not against either of these teams, but obviously I've got the bias of that Port are going to play the winner of this game in the prelim next week. So I'm, I don't really, I, you know, like sometimes it take, I still don't really know who I feel like I want to win. Um, but I'm just, you know, the small forwards have been up and about. The big forwards have been up and about to some certain extent. Um, Oh, wow. That was a really cool mark from Norton. Yeah, Norton's taken a couple of cool marks. You think Marked of... it on the ground. What about you, Rose? What's I don't your... see that every day. What's your take on this game so far? My take is that I'm rooting for the Western Bulldogs. Okay. Yeah. I think I would, uh, yeah. A, bit more, a team that I know a bit more about more than anything and yeah, am fond of. Yeah, and I would rather play them in a prelim, I think, because we beat them recently than Brisbane. Not that it's about me all the time, obviously, but if it was to be, that would be... <laughs> Anyway, so um, Rose, now I, I see you come prepared with um, a, an alcoholic beverage. Would you like to explain? It's Saturday night. <laughs> no. It's Saturday, baby. For your drinking game. Well, it was more so that I said, yeah, we can do the pub on Saturday night, but like, I want to be drinking. And then James suggested that we could make it a drinking game, the parameters of which have not been set. Let's set these parameters. So um, let's each pick three rules. And if the rules happen, then the other person has to drink. All those sit-based rules, no finish of the drink rules. Why? Because but I'm drinking wine, so the percentage... Yeah, but you're sipping anyway. But drink, you know, drink responsibly. Yeah, but you're going to be sipping regardless of whether or not you're you're required to sip because of the yeah, game. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna down my glass at any stage. Well, that's pretty boring, um, but okay, <laughs> if you must. So what, what are your rules going to be? Um, okay, my... Aaron Norton Marks. Aaron Norton Marks. Two sips. Two sips of Aaron Norton Marks. Two gulps. Okay. Um, okay, that's a pretty good one. Um, my rule is Mitch Robinson sticks his tongue out. Then you have to drink. Then you have to finish your drink. No, I just. Said I know, that. but that's a special one. What? You make like there's you get one rule that means you can you have to finish your drink. There's Chris Fagan. Chris Fagan's looking pretty unhappy. Unfortunately, I know that's one. I, I don't actually think I care about Brisbane the team, but because of how much Chris Fagan looks like my dad. And acts like my dad. I want them to succeed just so that he's not, you know, upset. I don't think he looks like your dad that much. Is it just the eyebrows? Interesting that you say that because every other person I've mentioned that to has said, well, you're so right. Because I would say Chris Fagan has a very narrow face, whereas your dad does not. Good mark from a cluggage. All right, so what's your next rule? Norton Marks. Mitch Robinson sticks his tongue out. Perhaps an umpiring call of sorts. Okay. Can you be more specific? Holding the ball. Holding the ball. Okay. Big oh, old goal. huge goal from a cluggage. Would you call that a, a right foot banana? I would call that a Jason? snap. Statman, what would you call that? Yeah, right foot banana. Okay. Statman, I actually do have a question for you. Yep. I was reflecting earlier in this game, there's um, a lot of Baileys. A lot of Baileys out there. We've got Zach Bailey. We've got Bailey Smith. We've got Bailey Williams. Mm-hmm. We've got Bailey Dale. Whoa. So what I'm wanting to know, Statman, what's Are the most... Are they all Bulldogs players? Uh, no, Zach Bailey is Brisbane, mm-hmm. as is Bailey Dale, I think. No, Bailey Dale is Bulldogs. Okay, well then it's just Zach Bailey. Can, Statman, can we find out what's the most amount of Baileys that have ever played in an AFL team? I know, I believe in you. I know you're looking like that's a hard stat to find, but you can do it. Um, I'm working with Google here. <laughs> Alright, so Brisbane are back in front. Whoa, the time in front thing's popped up. 29 minutes, 23 seconds. Bulldogs to 29 minutes, 38 seconds, Brisbane. Wow. That's a close game. Now, that is finals footy. That's anyone's game. I love, I've just started calling everything finals footy. Cause <laughs> it's, 
It's just a fun thing to do. I remember as a kid watching like Carlton versus Collingwood when that rivalry was a lot more hot than it is. Because mm, they were both good. Because they weren't dying clubs. And also probably because more violence was in the game and those yeah. two teams just like beat each other up the whole time. Mm. And my mum was watching TV and she was like, oh, umpire, you can't do that in finals football. <laughs> <laughs> Round 11. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, they don't like each other, but it's not finals footy. Though. Anything can be finals footy if you put your mind to it, Rose. Our netball game this week was finals footy. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. It was 2020, and then we scored a goal in, in the dying seconds, so that's finals for the. Mm. So for you, that's the same as like an entertaining sport. No, scenario. it's just like it's like from where you have to, where you have to be like you can't relax for a second from start to finish during the game. That's finals footy. How are you going, Statman? Any luck on the Bailey front? No, that, that's an impossible question. But I can tell you that the Bulldogs have almost 50 percent of the Baileys in the AFL. Okay, that's a, that's pretty close. That's pr- that's Name another Bailey. Another Bailey. Like that aren't isn't in the book Bailey Fritch. Of course. Yeah, you got Bailey Fritch. He's a huge character. You've got um, Bailey Laurie apparently is a player. Cool. Bailey Scott. Okay. Well, actually, you know what? Your answers are getting closer to what we're asking you to Bailey look up. Williams. So yeah, I already said that he's playing in this game. Yeah, there's another Bailey Williams who plays <gasps> for the Eagles. Oh, that's great. Bailey is such a I was born in the nineties name. Every, Good yeah. American. Every person called Bailey to me is named after um, the character from Sister of the Italian Pants, the twelve-year-old with cancer, who was called Bailey. That was the first. Ba- that was the first Bailey I knew about. Jeez, I'll tell you what, it was goal, 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 goal every minute in the first quarter, and uh, it's really dried up out there. Mm, hard to come by. Now, um, while you're eating, mm-hmm. I might use this opportunity um, to to share some fan questions. That we've received. Just Kicking so efficiency 44% by the Bulldogs. That's atrocious. What do you think would be, is like is like a normal, like if you're having a good night, what's good? Because it's never going to be 100% a kicking good night's efficiency. Like 80? To 80. Oh, yeah. Average. I Bailey Smith. They just said Bailey Smith as well. That's another one we forgot. No, we, you you put him down. Did I? Mm-hmm. Oh. Average, I, was, I would say, I, like 70 to 60. Every time, every time no one's speaking and we can, like, there's a lull in our conversation so we can hear the TV clearer, they say the word Bailey. That is crazy. All right, so the fan questions while you're eating. Mm-hmm. So we've had a, a fan write in and ask us, what player from the Lions is most lion-like mm-hmm. and what dog the most dog-like? And I'd like to thank that fan because I, I think that's a very, um, a very interesting question. Um, have you got any thoughts, Rose? Hugh McCluggage is lining up for a goal, by the way, listeners. Oh, handy point, though. Offline. Handy point. Currently 7-6 to 6-7, which is a nice symmetry. Bulldogs up by, sorry, Brisbane up by four. I've got I an think, answer for the um, Lions. I've got what I feel like is a fairly obvious answer for the Lions. Okay, what have you got? Daniel Rich, obviously, is the most lion-like. In what way? In, I feel like, in every way. Can you be more specific? Like, have you seen a picture of him before? I think it's it just... It's, oh, he, like he physically... He has, he's got, line. yeah, like he's got the hair that's a bit like a mane, but he's also like got the body. He's got like quite a compact, solid body, mm-hmm. which makes me think he'd be like a bit of a predator. I also feel like he's got a leader of a pack energy. Um, and, you know, I just think that... I, I, some, some, that's just all I've got to say about it, really. Just It, it seems obvious to me. See, because I was going to say oh. Tom Liberatore. That is the most dog-like. But he doesn't look like a bulldog. I was thinking more like no, embodying but the spirit. Of yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I, that was what I kind of thought of as well. I don't. It's not just because Daniel Rich looks like a lion, but I admit that does help. Oh, speak of the devil and the dog is here. But Bailey, Bailey Smith. Oh no, nah, he's blonde. For me, dogs aren't blonde. For me, lions are blonde, but dogs are brunette. But bulldogs are white usually, with brown spots. I, I can't. Don't ask me to explain these things, Rose. Unfortunately, that's just the way that my okay. brain is. My brain is interpreting this answer, this question. Oh, because it's if who looks the most. Charlie's like free. Sorry. That's a really, really tough one. Well, it's not who looks like. Let's. I, I regret saying that about Daniel Rich because I feel like I've narrowed down now your potential answers. Would you like any chips, by the way? No thanks. Statman wants some. Oh, oh, Just kicked it. Zach Bailey. Zach See, Bailey. I told you. Statman, what's the most common name in the AFL? Oh, common guess. Yeah, we'll guess. And and first, Statman, first, you look it up. First name or last name? First name. Last name, I think, is Smith. I think so too, which is boring. Zach Bailey kicks truly. It's all tied up at the top. 
Oh wait, no. Cringe. First name I think is Jack. So Bulldog, Brisbane are now two goals up. I misread the scoreline. Oh no, I think I do want Bulldogs to win. Oh shit. I do. I don't think we can beat Brisbane. What are we talking about? Oh, the Bulldogs thing. Um, maybe Caleb Daniel. Just because I could see him being like a rabid dog. Being like, <laughs> like, you know, I'm picturing like a Snoopy type character where you've got your hand on his head and he's like... Rawr, 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 rawr. Mm-hmm. Trying, to, like, trying to keep getting closer to you even though you're holding him at arm's length. Is that only because he's small? I think, to be honest, it's more about the helmet. Okay. But it probably does have something to do with the size. Because it's a rabid dog. It's like, I can't really think of like a dirty bulldog player. No. I'll tell you who's the least bulldog-y player. It's mm-hmm. Tim English. He's nowhere near a dog. I don't know what you'd call him. He's a Victorian ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Three inside 50s to nine this quarter bulldogs. Come on, oh, doggies. Man. They're slipping away. That's because they lost weight, man. Who knew that little tick was What's so What's happened in the world of football since we last recorded? Um, the, the, to be honest, all of the conversation this week was about Toby Green, which was boring as fuck, and umpire things, so I just like zoned out. Don't know that anything else has really happened. Mm-hmm. And thank God, Toby Green. I feel like we didn't talk enough about Toby Green in the podcast last week, given the shenanigans that were taking Yeah, but place. Do, you, do you know what? Like, how many hours of media time do you think that man's had devoted to him in the last week? I'm actually proud to consider ourselves a Toby Green free podcast. <laughs> We're setting up, we the reason we started this podcast was to set ourselves apart, and that's what we continue to do. We not. talk about Toby Green all the time. I know, but just on this one occasion, <laughs> by not engaging with the Toby. 2019 tax. was, I would say, yeah, that was our biggest Toby year. Yeah. But I do want. To, okay, I guess now that we are talking about it, I may as well share my two cents, mm-hmm. um, which is that. Actually, I've been, actually, okay, we did talk about this on the pod last week because you said something that I've been telling people all week and pretending it was my opinion, okay. which is that if you're a, if you're a multiple offender in real life, you get a higher penalty mm-hmm. like for crime, which I think I think perfectly negates the argument that there's like that Toby tax or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, he's a multiple offender, so of course there's a higher whatever. Anyway, so thanks for that because that's um, helped me drop a lot of bombs on conversation during <laughs> this week. No problem. All right, let's get to another fan question. Uh, can, I, can I give you an update on the, on the first names thing? Please do, Satman. Give us an update. So, <gasps> I'm going to give you... I'm going to incorporate this into the drinking game. Okay. So, I'll give you both to check... Uh, to, to, to guess the top five. Okay. So, five names that will, that will be the most popular. Okay. And whoever has the most that are actually in the top five wins. And then the other one has to guess. Okay, cool. Sounds like a good game. Thanks, Stepman. Should we do it right now? Yeah. I don't have a drink. I'm going to go Jack. Um, I think Sam. Yep. Sam's on there? Yep. And Jack's not. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, I'll, give, you an, uh, I'll, I'll give you the answers at the end. But you just gave Aaron an answer. Why don't you... Yeah, okay, let's start again. I'm just going to tell you. No, I want to guess. Okay. Also, Bulldogs have just missed a couple of sh- shots on goal. Love a guessing game. I do love you a guessing game. You always ask me to guess shit. Well, I just think it's, you know, keeps you on your toes. Life's boring, isn't it? It's good when you get it right, but I never do. Yeah, but that sense of, oh my God, I guessed it. I guessed the right answer. It's like, wow. You would probably get more right guesses than me. So you're setting me up for a good experience, but sadly, I can't fulfill it. No, you don't know that. I think Jack's a great guess, Rose. You're off to a really good start, and I think you should believe in yourself. Okay, so we've got Jack, we've got Sam. Your turn next. Daniel? All right. Zach? Nope. Don't, don't try and overcomplicate it. I'm oh, Charlie! Strongly felt like I wasn't, but um. <gasps> oh, Charlie's missed. Okay, that's good. Come on, bot do- god doggies. I'll give you a clue. They're all one syllable. Oh, that is a great Whoa. clue. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, that's in there. <laughs> two out of two. Tom. Nope. Mm. Close though. Matt. No, I don't. Just take it back. Take it back. Didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. I no. I'm, I didn't. Don't shake your head. I didn't guess that. It just came out. I didn't mean it. So what have I said so far? I said Sam. Tom. Tom and I said another one, Zach, yeah. which that was wrong. Yeah. Um, Josh. That's in there. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking white hot tonight. Uh, <laughs> is it possible for Rose to, to win at this stage? Okay. I'm possible. I have to <gasps> Bont. Three out of five. <gasps> um. Oh, Bont kicks an incredible goal. Keep them in it, baby. Do you remember when he was just like, he was really was our hero for, you know, it he was here. He was, he he was, was the only him. one. They, oh, no, they're calling it touched. Mitch? Thank you. No. The other two are 
um, Luke of and Ben. Ben. Ben surprises me. And then the top five of all time. The first one. Hang on, stop. Before you do that, sorry. So we've got Sam, Josh, yep. Tom, Ben, and what was the last one? So you got Ben, Tom, Sam, Josh, and Luke. There ben? was no Jack. Oh, oh, if you let me finish. Ben, Tom, Sam, Jack, and Luke. No, Ben, Tom, yes, Sam, Ben, and Luke. Across the whole history of the VFL and AFL, mm-hmm. Jack is the most popular. Oh, cute. Look at this little, sorry, look at this little Bulldogs fan. He's like praying that Bond's goal isn't touched while they do the score review. Oh, no, I feel like Jack Bond. is just such an, an ageless Aussie name. There have been five and For that reason, I will never not guess Jack. I don't regret what happened Oh, it was a behind. That's the game. That is the game. Aaron, calm yourself. It's so far from the game. <laughs> Bond missing a captain's goal like that has to be the game. He missed a captain's goal in the second quarter. I know, it wasn't but the game then. But it wasn't. This is the Premiership quarter. I yeah, want... in when Hawthorne <laughs> were in their heyday. Fuck me. Okay, sorry. Now I just want to wrap this up. Okay. Yeah. By saying there have been five hundred and ninety-nine Jacks across the across the years. Well, so Rose, in a way, you're right. Most common name in football. So Rose, after you were that, right. After that, it goes Bill, John, Jim, and George. Well, they fucking love their ones. And yeah, there's they? only one George today. There you go. Mm. That that shows how times change, doesn't it? So Rose, don't be disheartened because actually you were more right than I was even. Oh, incredible really tackle okay. from um that young man who I don't know what his name is. What was the drinking game element of that? Do I have to drink or does Rose have to drink? Rose has to drink. Okay, one sec. Because I was right, as I. Tend to be. I'm 50 for why? Now, um... This feels bad. This feels like Brisbane are really taking control. It does feel like Brisbane are taking control. I do not like Lockie Hunter. I don't like Lockie Hunter either. Because, and we've talked about this before. He's been such a staple for so long. It's like... I know, but you know, we've talked... You're not the spirit of this team. He looks like Jack McDorman who played, um, Evan on Greek. I never saw that show. No, but like, if you're listening and you know, you watched Greek... And you know who Jake McDermott is. Closer. <laughs> it's like a secret. I just, it, you know, when it's like, you know, when there's like a niche crossover and you don't know who to go to with it. Mm-hmm. Like when, what was that? I post, I sent it to someone in a group chat, and I really didn't get the response that I was after. Oh yeah, I'm gonna share it on the pod in case anyone knows. So um, after a poor win recently, there was like a photo of the whole team, and like Orazio and Charlie were like a meter apart from each other but they were just like somehow touching mm-hmm. and it reminded me of this um good wing fans yeah it reminded me of this bit this this line from have you seen the movie francis ha Mm-mm. oh there's just sounds this, artsy it is artsy it's like a black and white greta gerwig but anyway there's this quote that about like when you're um when you're at a party with like your loved one or like a friend and like you look over across the room and you don't have to be together all night but you just lock eyes and you know like that's my person and that's what that photo... Okay, this was just a complete waste of time. But um, if anyone's listening and they get that niche reference, please contact me. And sorry, it was, Car- like it was Carl and Charlie. I'm going to post it on the... Do you get it? Great. James gets it. Um, I'm going to post the photo on the Instagram. And, and if you listen to this episode, go to our Instagram feed and comment if you, if you can understand my um, rambling. Cool. I'm, uh, what else is going on? <laughs> oh, oh, no. Get out of there. That's the game. Who was that? Jared Lyons. Uh, that loser. No, nah, that's the game. Fuck. I don't think we can beat Brisbane. <sighs> uh, it's a little thing called living in the present, Aaron. <laughs> we don't know if Brisbane even going to win yet. So calm down. Come on, doggies. Oh, fuck. They just can't get any space. Johannesson, the Norm Smith winner. Oh, huge goal. Didn't look, didn't look good, did it? Never and lost faith. Tim English, silence your critics. Mm. Oh, what was the point Fucking of that? Hell. What a waste. What a waste, Trevor. What's happening here? 50 metres from Joe Danaher. Who's this, who's this guy? So it's Alex Keith. He's playing oh, Alex pros. Keith. Keith with an A. Two goals in his career. <gasps> oh. oh. Bad miss. Bad miss. Well, he's kicked two goals in his whole career. If you've kicked two goals in your whole career, to be called upon to kick a game-winning goal in a semi-final, a it really could have been a game-winning goal. It could have turned the tide. Actually, I thought I would mention, even though it's not why we do the podcast, and we've already spoken about it tonight, but 
since talking about corns on feet last week, oh. I've manifested a corn on my floor. I think it's crazy. You can cut that out if you want. I won't cut it out, but I just... I mean, it could be something that the players have to deal with in those football boots. We don't. We we want to open up. We want to open up this conversation to be inclusive of all, and we want those in the AFL community to know that there's actually no shame in getting corns. So, on if your you're feet. an AFL player listening to this game, this podcast, or watching the game, Cody Waitman is sitting on the bench biting his fingernails off till they bleed. There's just there's just there's just lines everywhere. Oh, great mark from McCray. you, <laughs> McRae. Is that the Collingwood coach's son? No. We've got a new coach. That's something. That's McRae. That's McRae without... This McRae is Matt Cray. That's McRae. Because that's crazy to me because they look really similar. So I feel confused. <laughs> but is it because you knew that their names were both McRae that you've manifested that mental mentally? Like, you're like, oh, they look similar. But you already knew that their last name was... Probably. Cray. But when I saw it, I was, like, convinced immediately. I wasn't like, oh, that's a coincidence that that name i was like oh of course they have the same eyes jonathan brown said that craig mccray was one of his favorite teammates and i've actually become obsessed with jonathan brown so i trust his judgment you're obsessed with jonathan brown don't ask me how i think i have stockholm syndrome (laughs) but now when we watch afl content and jonathan brown and nick revolt are on it i'm like i miss i miss them what would they say here jared lyons but it's, it's Who uh, fucking cares and I want to I want to specify that's only on Fox Footy because actually everyone else on Fox Footy is shit too. So it's like just bring back my boys. What about Jared Henry? Sixty seconds. Come on, Libba, kick another miracle goal. Aaron, I ask you again. What about Jared Henry? Oh, Jared Henry. Uh, oh, leap from Norton. Nearly had to drink there, right? Mm. Um, Jared Healy. I've yeah, I've moved on from Jared Healy. Oh, he's got Norton around the neck. He's nearly killed Norton. Who was that? Oh no! They oh big moment, big moment! Oh yeah. oh, Johannesson again! Oh my god, JJ! Give him the Norm Smith. There's something to that though, just being a player that like it's like the Dustin Martin effect. Sorry to be one of those people, but like that you can just reliably be good in a big game. Because I'm so the opposite of that. I I like can't cope with the pressure. But it's like Dustin Martin's good all the time. Yeah, but he rises I feel like to unfortunately, the. Unfortunately. Because I don't like to see him praises based on the fact that he's a terrible person. <gasps> oh, Johannesson's missed it. That's Jordan the game. Is That's a very the game. Good big game player. Even Mason Parks, actually. No, we were just talking about how he had no impact in the 2018 Grand Final. Yeah, but we wouldn't have been in that Grand Final if not for the preliminary final against Richmond. No, but what I'm saying is, is that to be like, I know I'm going to be good in every big game. Like Dustin Martin, yes, he's good generally. But it's like some players just thrive on that shit. I know that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's, it's impressive. Robbie Gray. Robbie Gray's another one, yeah. It's just impressive. So, all right, so it's three-quarter time, 10 points in it. I'm feeling like the, book, the Brisbane's are going to come out and just kick six in a row. What? Yeah. This could be the Western Bulldogs are like the Sydney of last week. Like, they, they've got these opportunities and they're just not taking If that's what, if, yeah. And if, they're the good guys ultimately, but it's like that's not enough. I think if, um, okay, this is my genuine prediction. If my prediction is Brisbane comes out and kicks three goals in a row, and if that happens, you have to finish that bottle of rum over there. There's no way in hell. I don't even drink rum. It's high stakes. It's semi-finals football. It's no, high stakes. No, you can finish that bottle of rum. Well, then you give me an alter- give me your prediction, and then I'll, if, you, if your prediction comes true, then I'll finish the bottle of rum. That's what, this is how this kind of thing works. It's a vice versa situation. If Joe Danaher no. kicks one goal, you finish the bottle no, of rum. No, that's silly. Yeah, but has he kicked one since? Yeah. Well, has he kicked two? Well, mine's mine's a... My, <laughs> the odds of mine happening are much higher than the odds of your happening. That's why I chose my side. Well, fine. You know what? Sorry for trying to bring some fun into our lives for <laughs> once. All right, so three, let's ask, answer another fan question at three-quarter time. J underscore Doss asks on, in, <laughs> asks, on, asks on Instagram, which player retirements are you most sad about this year? Oh, uh, Sean Burgoyne. Burgoyne. Sean Burgoyne, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't saying... Sean the I actually don't feel sad about that because um, he had his 400. There was a lot of, like, celebration and love shared for him and it was like, you can go out at peace. It's like dying at 95 or something. I like him, though. I don't know, I like him too. And the game would, will be sad without him. It would be cool him. if he kept going. I just feel like he's got, he's got bigger and better things awaiting him. Um, like, why? What does Sean have going on for him, really? He's going to be like... 
I think I think he he's going to do like amazing things for young Aboriginal players in the game. That's my gut feel. I'm sad about Basha Hooley just because he's a long time favourite of mine. That's true. I like him. Also, too. Tom Rockliffe, not because Rock I like him Smith. or thought he was good, just because I feel like oh, I'm sad. Retiring. Yeah, because he basically he's just like got these blood clots and they've said like you'll never play again. I just feel like it's a sad way to go out for someone who it like is. never really got yeah. When you don't get the proper farewell, when you don't yeah. get the final game. And like, like didn't even play this season at all. You even know? when players like retire because of an injury and say they think they'll come back and then they end up just not. And it's yeah. like, you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. You didn't get to have your proper process. So we're ball bounces on the fourth quarter. God, I really hope Bulldog Brisbane's get threes in a gets three in a row. Joseph Johannesson. <laughs> Wow, he's everywhere. Why is he the most influential player of the 2010s? Who is that? Who is that? That's McRae. We just did this. Sorry. You know what's funny? Before we actually started recording, I was thinking to myself, that's a name I've heard so many times, but like have had no relationship with the person. And yeah, that's, he's like I've proven that to myself. Where it's yeah. like he gets lots of possessions, but you don't really notice him. He's not a personality. He's not carving up. He's just doing a lot of little handballs, little chips. Yeah. Or he's just, he's not like a personality of the, of the league, you know, mm. unless you're a Bulldogs fan. It's like, how much do you really know about McRae? And even then, they had so many famous midfielders that... All right, well, so they've kicked the first goal, so my prediction that Brisbane kicked the first three is immediately out the window. Can I give you Only a... Only four um, points in it. Can I give you a, um, a Jack McRae stat? Yes, you can, stat man. Please do. I, I, don't, I can't remember the exact stat, but it was... I think he had something like... So nine, can you give us an approximation nine, of a Jack McRae stat? Like 19 games he had this season with 30-plus touches. Wow. Which is crazy. Pretty good. Tell me he doesn't have the same eyes as the Colin Armstrong. I'm assuming on here. Same eyes as the Colin. I haven't spent that much time staring into the eyes of Craig McRae, but um, I'm, I'm telling you for a Nor fact I, they're not related. Photo. I was sure. But so, maybe it's a clerical error. But like, I feel like they would have been like they would have they would have said like oh father of his son's it would have been it would have been part of it it would have been like father of Bulldogs. Maybe he changed Jack. his name so that. It, why do you like want this? He wasn't being biased towards his son Finn, who why, coaches. Why are you fighting for this? His name's Jack. Not it's just Finn. crazy that they look so. No, there's a Col Finn McRae, Jack McRae's brother, who plays for Collingwood. Oh, sorry. And now his dad coaches him. Beautiful story. That is a beautiful story. I just have to. I just every time I hear the word Bailey Dale, the sorry, the name Bailey Dale, my skin crawls. Because you want it to be Dale Bailey. It just shouldn't be that. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not right. Wow. Bulldogs really could hit the front here very early. They're not in front. They could hit the front, I, oh. I said, if you were listening. I said they'd hit the front. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. I'm really struggling with the double Bs, the Bulldogs and, the, and Brisbane. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> just a dumb time. We're going to have to call it here. Pretty low-scoring game, all in all. Yeah, especially after how high-scoring the first quarter was. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, do you know what I always find funny is... Well, not funny. Um, I find it interesting when... Um, the umpires call the players by their first name, and then when they call someone by their last name, I'm like, okay, so you don't know that person very well. So you can tell who they like know because of the of the choice of, of the first name basis. But you know, what? I don't like. It's expected that they learn it because I remember listening to radio commentary once, and the umpire said player 42. Right. Because it was their first name, and they just didn't know. Oh, that's mean. And then they were. You would feel very depersonalized if an umpire just called you by number. But I've noticed. I don't think you can. A different story, but it was like. You know, Charlie Cameron, like player twenty three, holding. Then you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, you're just bad at your job. Or it's like, or you're just intentionally being rude. But I've also noticed that they definitely always say Charlie Charlie Dixon. But for Trav Boak, they, which is like everyone calls him Trav, but they call him Travis. So, so that's almost more passive aggressive than calling him Boak to me. Anyway, we've had another fan question come in actually, but it would be like if popping off on the social media No one calls me Izzy. It's nothing <laughs> like that. Everyone calls him Trav. He's Trav Boak. I say Travers. Well, you, yeah, but you famously don't like him. It's proving my point further. Eh, in the middle. I don't dislike him. I just... You just would never call him Trav, which is my point exactly. No. <laughs> Thinking he's not exceptionally attractive is not the same as not liking a person. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> Come on, doggies. All right. So you um, don't agree? <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, he's, that's not. He's dragged it in. Fuck off, Jared Lyons, you nobody. 
can we answer this next fan question that's coming or do you want to watch oh yeah, incredible you, smother by that bulldogs got. player um jimmy.dicky has commented on instagram would you be a box coach or a dugout coach it's a good question i think statman agrees yeah. dugout and why I'll, i'm gonna add my own addendum to that question and why because i've never seen the game from level two so maybe I'd do one game in the box to see where it's going, to see what it's like to live how the other half do, mm-hmm. all, the, all the MCC members. Look at Smith's hair flowing in the wind as he and runs And then to that ball. I would move <gasps> to the dugout, because I'd want to chat to him. Josh Huge moment. Ex-Brisbane Lions player. Huge wow. moment for Shaki and Smith. You made the right Smith. choice, Shaki. And they've hit the front. Sorry. I was listening to what you were saying, but I was also watching that bit I of play. I got dug out. Better communication, especially with no runners. Mm. Um, I am. Um, I think I'm going to be much traditional. How you really see? I'm going to be traditional. I'm going to go box because I just, I just feel like I would get too like, like you're too in it if you're at the ground level. You need to actually be a bit not too in it because that gives oh, you the perspective okay. of being like, what can we change? What, what's going on here? Whereas if you're ground level, you're like just seeing what's in front of you. All right. Well. That's the reason, my, my another reason I say dugout is because when you see all the um, the vision of the coach's box, it's always like everyone like tip-tapping away, looking at like crazy graphs and stuff. Mm. And it's like, yeah, that stuff is really valuable. But sometimes you can't account for the feeling. Mm. But like, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but my, my, my it's main... It's like a team, like they'll have like 30 inside 50s. To ten, and then the team that's had ten wins because it's like. Yeah, but what's that got to do with being on the dugout or not, though? I'm saying I would. If the stats aren't valuable. In the enough, box, I would yeah. get, be at risk of getting caught up in the stats. Right, I see what you're saying. I just like I do like the idea of being able to be like, mate, you're doing great out there. I'm, for reference, listeners, I'm putting my hand on Rose's shoulder well, to demonstrate what one, one could do on those, the dugout. One of those coaches that does that and just do a bit of both. Yeah, and they it's like you see them every day. They feel like they want their women. Oh. Like they want. Them. Oh, who's this? Oh, oh, Johannesson once again. <gasps> Not 15. Keep going. Smith's hair flowing in the wind is... Oh, my God. Oh. It's a bizarre kick for Bailey Smith goal. It's the goal. The Bailey strike again. Oh, my God. Bailey Smith. Isn't it crazy that Bailey Smith is, like, the biggest sex icon of our generation for, for people who are 10 years younger than her? Yeah. He's really hot. Sam thinks he's hot. I just... That was a great goal from him. Bulldogs are up and about. But that's also, he's like an Instagram guy. That's he's what like I mean. He's a Queensland Instagram guy. So yeah. Like he, very, he, knows, he knows his audience and he's feeding them exactly Exactly right. And that's, what, that's why social media has killed the AFL footballer because we know too much about them and they're all idiots. It was so much better when we didn't know what their lives and personalities were like because we could assume they were, you know, like had the spirit of the Anzacs, but now we know that they're just like fuckboys from Harley Street. <laughs> oh, Lockie Neal looks really as distressed. Oh, fakes. Oh, I don't want fakes to be sad. Imagine what he'll say afterwards if they lose. As much as he might like, cry. I want win. It does suck for Brisbane that they've had, mm. they've set themselves up mm. for such great seasons so many years in a row. Well, and I say they do lose tonight. Like the first year they made finals, they were so strong. They went mm-hmm. out in straight sets. Then last year. Well, it would be their third straight they lost sets in a row. One and lost. I think it's their third. Statman, can we get an answer on that? No, last year they didn't win two in a row because they were in the preliminaries. They didn't win two in a row. I mean, they didn't lose, to, like, go out in straight sets. Yeah, but they, they might... The oh, right, right, so right. They had okay. to have won one of those games. What's, what's Brisbane's finals know. record over the last three years in terms of wins v losses? The one that really hurt, which we did a podcast for, I believe, was the GWS... Well, that would have been 2019 Brisbane. that we did, if we, yeah. if we did it because we didn't do any finals pods last year. And they lost by three points at the Gabba. I don't recall that. That was when Toby Green called Lockie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Famously. Do you think, let me ask you this, do you think the Gabba seats were coloured to match the Brisbane Lions? Yes. Or was it vice versa? Because the Gabba presumably was there before the Brisbane Lions were a team. (gasps) Oh, oh, the pressure, the pressure gauge. Get up the pressure gauge. (gasps) This this is the moment the pressure gauge was built for. That was why the Fitzroy Lions moved. Settle it. Settle it. Let Easton Wood come on. The calm, the cool, calm head of the old captain. So, uh, 
2020, they, they lost in prelims. Yeah, but what? So they, they won, then they lost? Um, they lost the qualifier against Brisbane, yeah. so they must have yeah. won the semi final. Right. Wow. Uh, and then in tw- uh, 2019. What a useless part of me. <laughs> 2018, they finished 15th, and 2017, they won a wooden spoon. So wow. Yeah. Fakes is just such a nice man. But they've got the curse of the dogs in the early 2000s where they were a good team. So close, yeah. And they just could not... And they might miss they the window. I feel like there's been so... Like, I feel like that could be poor as well. It's like you've had all the pieces, but you just can't make it work. And then it's like that 10-year window where it's like you're up there kind of. Just closes. Even Geelong. They're always well, there yeah. and so often finish top four. So they're in lots of finals. You forget how, how yeah, yeah. few of those seasons that they made it to a grand final. And do you know what I think about is like... Obviously, when the year's happening, you're like, oh, there's all these injuries and, like, this is what, you know, like, you know all the details of, like, every team and whatever, but, like, no one remembers that. Like, when you look back, you're like, who won that year? You don't think of that shit. So, it's like, there's actually so much that goes into a season that just comes down to, like, if you win or lose on the day. And, and like, the luck that takes you to get there. My own team. Yeah, but, like, the collective memory doesn't really hold on to so much of that, like, the luck of it, you know. Yeah. 12 minutes to go. Eight points, the difference? Oh. Are up, but Brisbane are making it. Actually, Brisbane haven't attacked in a really long time. No. Oh, Fags looks so stressed, mate. Well, well, he just made direct eye contact. Did you see that? He looked straight down the lens of the camera. He bro- Chris Fags just broke the fourth wall. <laughs> That's crazy. I've never seen that before. <laughs> Who's that? McCarthy. McCarthy. He looks like Brisbane he's, he's perfectly looks, named. Looks stained. Yeah. McCarthy. Lincoln McCarthy looks exactly like someone McNeil. who should be called Lincoln McCarthy. McCamera. McInerney. McZorko. <laughs> 39 metres. In the yeah. AFL. That was very quick. Look at you, Ghost that Man. I would say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just a little controller. <laughs> I actually, my guess would be that um, Crows have more mix than Brisbane. McAdam. McHenry. Can we find that out, Stat Man? What team's got the most mix? So how many points? Seven points in it. Could be a very handy point for the Bulldogs. That extra, that little one extra digit could be a game changer. But is Mook, is Mac okay too? No, nah, it's got to be Mook. In my, for, specifically for this search. Mm. Oh dear, he's angry. See, that's why I wouldn't want to be on the dugout. Because if you're really worked up, you don't want the players like being able to see that, I think. I would. I don't think it's, like if I was a player and I was next, and I was I'd in. I'd like to think that I'm like an I would be an old-fashioned, hard-ass coach. Why? I'd, like, single players out and be like, that was your fucking fault. Why would you want that? Because it gets results. No, it doesn't. It did. Yeah, it also led to men who were emotionally suppressed and angry and violent. Maybe. I don't think, not every week for the sake of it, but sometimes when it's necessary, it's like, I would like to be that There's a difference between honesty, though, and deliberate. Like, if you respect people and then you call them out, it's... You get naturally got that like intimidating. People want to. I, I always like think it's better to rule by fair, respect than by fear. But it's scary. Well, that that's respect. It's like you want to keep someone's respect. It's not like fear that they're going like to be. be but my my reason I wouldn't like if I was a, a player in like a big game like this. <gasps> oh, Danaher. Oh, Danaher. Where's he going? Oh. Just run toward the band. Oh. Oh, that's pure ass. That was a complete fluke from him. Mm. But, yeah, in the last minutes of a big game, you don't want to see the coach, like, being, like, losing his shit in that way that he just was where he's, like, throwing stuff because he's angry. That doesn't, that doesn't fill me with confidence. No, just, like, I'd be, like, this, like, it just would make me more just, like, stressed. Or would it be that you're... Or disheartened. Well, that's what I feel too. Fuck. Tom Fullerton, a man I've never heard of in my whole life, has just kicked the winning goal for Brisbane Lions. They're still behind. Yeah, but they now they've got the momentum. And they've got the crowd. So 70 points, plays 71 points. He really, like, before he went on his first day, he must have Googled what the Brisbane Lion players look like. <laughs> that is ridiculous. Also, I hate to bring up that Toby Green umpire thing again, but Matt Stevick, the umpire in question, who's currently on our screen, how old do you think he is? Matt Stevick? Yeah. Or, or let me phrase it differently. How experienced of an umpire do you think he is? Very. I remember him. Oh. 
for many years. Well, yeah, but he is. He's very... aging. Yeah, like, like a fine he's wine. he's umpired over four hundred games. Wow! And he looks he looks twenty seven. Hey, well, um, that's Sat man. He's running twenty k's every week. Sat man, but forty. Years. Like Razor A Chamberlain. You're telling is... me they're about sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Razor A Chamberlain hasn't done. He's done three fifty. So, so he's at least two Ray, seasons behind. It's all talk and no walk. The best umpires. <gasps> Harris Andrews, Mark in the Ford. What the fuck? That's a <gasps> this is a huge moment for not just this game, but for the whole league. Harris Andrews is like, I can picture him both so easily as a child and an old man at the same time. I just can't. I'm, I'm in shock. Harris Andrews could be kicking the match-winning goal. He's kicked 10 goals in 136 games. Erin, I need to know that you understand what I mean by the child and old man comment. I do. <gasps> he's going to miss it. Oh, my God, he's got a... Oh, no, he hasn't. <gasps> it was a level. Oh, oh my God, it's going to be a draw. <laughs> Extra time. Oh, boom. Crashing Norton over the top. Norton B. Robinson's down, you guys. He's down. Oh, don't forget, if Robinson points his tongue out, you have to finish the bottle of rum. <laughs> Keep an eye out for that, that tongue of his. That wasn't part of the thing. That was just... I, I changed it. Beer. I changed it to make it more exciting because you weren't willing to cooperate with my drinking game. Norton really just throws himself around. Yeah. Because it's like, he gets injured he's, relatively frequently and it's like, no offences, you asked me. He's the reverse for me of Matt Stevick, where it's like, there's no way you can be as young as people are telling me that you are. Mm. He's under How 42. How old is Matt Stevick? Oh, oh stop, man. How old is Matt Stevick? <gasps> That's what I was going to say, sorry. Razor Ray. <gasps> sorry. The best umpires are the ones that you have no idea who they are. Yeah, like because that means that you haven't like singled them out as like fuck. You make such annoying calls. Yeah. Oh my god, you're always involving yourself. He's forty-one. You're taking the fucking piss. Also, he looks younger than me. <laughs> also, the swans and the lions have five mips. Wow. Who are the other lion mips? The crows have four. Oh, so close. The bombers, the magpies, the kangaroos, and the blues all have three. What about O's? Like O'Brien O'Sullivan. Who, Jaden? Who are the um Brisbane Mooks? <gasps> Not McCarthy. Oh, luggage, <gasps> of course. How could I be so oh, foolish? Incredibly handy point for Brisbane. Oh no, it's out in the field. So, that's a, a, a calling error there from from me. Um. McCluggage, McCarthy. McAdam. No, that's gross. McStay. McStay. More like McDonko. <laughs> <laughs> when did we say that? Do you know we were sprinting? That was our, that was our, yeah. Norton Mark. Norton Mark, Norton Mark, Norton Mark, Norton Mark Rose, you got a oh, drink. Oh, my drink's empty. Oh, deliberate from Bond. Bond has disappeared. He's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> like, everyone says he's so good, but it's like, where's he been for 60 weeks? What are you talking about? You know. He's not a high possession midfielder. He's just like. Kidding. Why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I trying to do this? Who I love Bond. But you I guess. Why? The point you I'm trying why? to make. The point I'm trying to make is I love him for a person, not because I love him for his good. You know why you're doing this, Aaron? Because Bond and Kelly is a very similar player to Scott Brownfield. No, that's got nothing to do with why I'm doing that. Nothing at all. And they're not similar players at all. Obviously, they're very different ages. But no, they're not the but. same. Actually, the I guy, it's, you know that meme, the I guy that she tells you not to, me versus the guy that she tells you not to worry about. You is Scott Pendlebury, the guy she tells you not to worry about is Marcus Monticelli. Marcus Monticelli is like bigger, bigger than Scott Pendlebury. Much bigger. But Significantly. Very, oh! <gasps> Game saving block! I manifested similar. it! Very similar. I was reverse psychologizing you all. I was trying <laughs> to say that Marcus was bad just so that he would do it's something like this. Too. Let's calm ourselves. Look at him. He's got his eyes on the Why prize. Oh, there? he's got his eyes on the Holy Grail. He's such an upstanding. Now, he's got the spirit of the Anzacs. Oh, oh. Again. He really needs to work on that. Because in 2016, he was, like, getting lots of goals. That was when the famous Bontempelli. He got, like, four. That was, like, how he, in, he, he in, was introduced in to us. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a handy point, and I think he probably knew that. Well, so that's why you did it. Tell you what, I couldn't, couldn't pick a winner. I couldn't pick a winner either. Oh, run! It's that almost like out. the scores are really close. Oh, I really don't want Brisbane to win. Like I really don't want wow, Brisbane Harris to win. Wow, Harris Andrews is just 
changed his whole career. <laughs> just flipped on his head in the last five minutes. This is what Nathan Buckley wanted to happen for Darcy Moore. What oh! the fuck was that? Caleb Daniel. They're going to call deliberate. Surely not. Of course they are. But umpires get so excited to call deliberate the way they run. But that was a freak. That was just crazy that the, ang- the angle flicked off his foot yeah, like that. Yeah, but insufficient intent to keep it in play is the new interpretation. So it's like they can... They can get away I feel with like that when, yeah. when you're at the game, there's nothing more exciting than when they call deliberate. Especially if you're in like the home crowd. Yeah, because it's, like... it's always like a bit of a long shot. Yeah. Like, you never know what's going to happen with a deliberate ball. So. Wow, talk about Battle of the Big Shots. Lockie Neal mm. and Marcus Bontepelli. <gasps> and it feels so good when you get an unreasonable deliberate as well. Yeah, it does. It feels like I made you do it just because I was cheering, you know. Oh, this is so intense. 10-12. Statman's furiously typing them over there. What do you got for us? <laughs> um, I just wanted to see like how many times there has been extra time. Oh, great stat. Great stat. The only time I've seen it is Port versus West Coast, that famous... Yeah, but Rose said there was uh, a Collingwood one. West Coast in yeah, so 2006 or seven. So there's, two, there's, there's been three. There's been... Three ever. Three ever. So that, that the Port one, that one, and... Um, North Melbourne was <gasps> qualifying final. Qualifying final? In 1994. So the, wow. Was it 06 or 07, the Collingwood West Coast? Oh, or none of the above? Oh, no. Deliberate. That's deliberate. That's oh, deliberate. Nine. You carried it across the line. Oh, eight. Oh, seven. Oh, nine. Oh, six. I'm hoping whatever happens here, the teams are too fucked up for this game to be good against Port Not unlike... Oh, oh no. Get it out of there, Bulldogs. Oh no. Oh no. <gasps> Good handball. <gasps> oh! oh my god, it's out on the full. <gasps> oh my god, shot for goal by the Dang captain Zorko. out on the full. Marcus Bortobelli, all your behinds are forgiven. Do you know that what? So this is actually a really good example that like, no matter how successful you are, we can all have our bad days. Because Lockie Neal, Marcus Bontepelli <laughs> and Dane Zorko all just fucked up potentially game-winning moments. Daniel Rich. Oh. Daniel the Lion roars. Gets a game-saving mark. Look at him. So, he's so lion-like. No, oh, they took it off him. Yeah. 2007 semi-final. Um, okay. <gasps> Bulldogs free kick. Free kick reversal. Why? What, we got? what happened? Oh, no fake. Oh, my God. That's heartbreaking. He does just look really worried and... Um, and on Father's Day. <laughs> Just because he's old. He's a grandfather. <laughs> he's got two grandchildren, actually. And he's only 60. Yeah, but it's like there are so many players on both teams that would be fathers. I know, but I feel like he's but my he father. But he is a father figure. Chris I, Fagan is my father, I don't father, know why I'm specifically. He's completely a father figure. Oh, no. Bontempelli's <gasps> down in the critical moment <gasps> of the game. Oh, he's really hurt. He's winded, perhaps. I'm doing <laughs> city. <laughs> I'm not sure at all. <laughs> It's corky, it's corky. <laughs> Johannesson. <gasps> oh, Bailey Smith. Oh my God, Bailey <gasps> Smith, the hottest man in Australia. Oh my God, he's cool. Oh, and he's just done the TikTok thing of shooting into his arm as a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is fuck. The crowd like weren't responding at all. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, that's a huge moment. That's wow, his crowning dude, moment. Wow, there's still two minutes to go. Do you know what? I feel like he's he's been a character in the game, but this game has legitimised him as like a player of the game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't agree. I think he's already been legitimised because he's so consistent. Yeah, I guess, but like, but I've you, never, you, it's like he's but coming I've never of age. Seen a moment. game where he's like kicked the potentially winning. Not game. that not that he's not been always a good player, but it's a coming of age moment, you know. Wow, I never knew the lining of Luke Beveridge's blue bulldogs mask was dead. <gasps> oh my god, Bontempelli's really hurt. He's dead. He's winking. He looks like he's in so much pain, and he's a man who would withstand any kind of pain for his blows. How do you define the difference between a wink and a one-eyed wince? Uh, These are big <laughs> questions for the last minute and a half. <laughs> oh no, he's hurt his leg. He's in oh, a lot of pain. Maybe he's broken it, just like Scott Pendlebury no has <laughs> fractured his shin do you think at the end of the season. Do you think if he'd broken his leg, he'd be sitting there on the bench massaging his calf? Absolutely, the hairline fractures are like the same as pain level. And Can you imagine if Port had to play Bulldogs next week? Ben Reid famously out. played out the grand final in 2010 with a broken leg. He played two Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Get out of each other's way! <gasps> it's Zach! 
Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god, intense. there's gonna be extra time. Brisbane just kicked the goal. Zach Bailey. Zach Bailey. The Baileys. The Baileys. Really risen to the occasion. From what Bailey's at both ends. Mm. Oh my god, that was a huge goal. And and Bont's not out there. Brisbane are gonna win. <gasps> no, oh not Bailey god. Smith again. Uh, oh my god, it's a point. point. They've rushed it for a point. That's the game. I don't like the vision of Chris Bacon because I feel so strongly for the Bulldogs. And when I, see I know, him, that's, I feel that is exactly how I feel. You couldn't have put it better. Like I oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. A huge fist well, into... Oh, oh my god, Charlie! Oh my god! Oh! oh. They would, have, they would have paid though if there wasn't 35 seconds to go. 35, sec 35 seconds to go. Highly likely. 35 seconds to go. We're in the, we're in the Brisbane Ford 50. There's a throw in. <gasps> oh, 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 that's the game. Sheer luck. Who's that? Who's that? Bailey Williams. It's got to be, the chances of it being Bailey are pretty high. So 15 seconds to go. <gasps> What? Oh, oh out on the Dan floor. Zorko, what is wrong with you? Dan, Zico's, Dan Zorko's last two kicks have been out on the floor. There's five seconds left. That's, that's, that is a devastating end to the Brisbane the season. The stoppage right next to the goals, though, can still be a draw. Wow, I can't believe if it isn't, though. That's <gasps> crazy that our last two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row at one point. We're setting a very high precedent. <gasps> oh, oh. oh, I don't want it. Oh, my God, that's so sad. We like chose to show Joe Danaher. I would feel sorry for the Brisbane Lions the immediate uh, camera. Oh, Charlie. Wait, so what is happening with Bond, though? <laughs> oh, no, they've oh, shown no, face. Oh. He's looking forlornly at the ground as a statue. Oh. He hasn't blinked this entire time. Oh. 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 <gasps> Wait, if Waitman got ruled out with concussion, he's I know, playing the I know, I know. Shh, shh. We can't do the juju thing. We can't talk about it anymore. I've already cursed it. Oh, Brisbane. Oh, Bond's fine. He's walking. He's definitely not got a broken leg. Ah, uh, there's a little song by Vitrol. <laughs> by, by Blue Juice. Oh, yeah, there, there are other there songs, are songs called Vitrol, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, I could have had you there, but I uh, fucked it up. It's okay. It was still funny. Wow. That was a huge game. And you know what? I've said it, I've said it before and I'll say it again. That's finals footy, mate. <laughs> did I did I not give the definition of finals footy as being right to the end? And it was right to the very end. Should we finish Next the time I feel like a good wallow, I'm going to watch Chris Vegan's press Aww. conference from this game. Let's finish the pod so that our respective lovers can speak instead of remaining silent as they've done for the last hour and a half. <laughs> um, thanks for listening to the podcast. Congratulations to the Bulldogs. Yeah. See you next week, Bulldogs. The May the best... Group of people win. <laughs> Turn so threatening so quick. <laughs> and, you know, pour one out. As you celebrate with your fathers tomorrow, pour one out for Chris Fagan. Those among us who don't, aren't, aren't, you know, don't have our dads in our lives for whatever reason, you've got Chris Fagan. You know, he could be a replacement for you. So I hope... Cheers for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.